Hello, everyone. My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. For today's podcast, we have the cast of The Runner, which is a thriller mystery. It's about a troubled young teen that's busted for cocaine possession. The police give him a choice, cooperate or spend 10 years in prison. As he's forced to confront a local drug kingpin, the addiction spiral further and further out of control. So here's Cameron Douglas, Edward Folipona, and Jessica Amelie to talk about their characters and what fans can expect in the film. Hi, guys. Okay, so I'm going to just start off. Um, I want to ask all three of you how you guys got originally involved with the project and how you relate to your character. Okay, so I worked with uh, Michelle at her school in Santa Monica, and I hadn't spoken to her in like four or five years, but I went to the school for like six years. Um, and I was still in Los Angeles and she reached out to me, um, to read the script and the script is really good. Like I, you know, when you know someone and they refer you to something, uh, it's like, oh, I hope this is good. So it won't be awkward to, you know, not like the script, but I really liked the script. Um, and there was two female characters. There was one really sweet and like one kind of like the rebel party girl. And I was like, can I do the rebel party girl one? Cause that sounds fun. And it was fun. And how I related to my character. I don't think there was a ton of relating in high school. I was pretty tame. Um, and so I think that's why I wanted to play Liz is because she was kind of outside the box for me, a little uncomfortable to play the party girl. I originally got sent the, I was also in, in, in Michelle's acting school. And, and as I left, uh, uh, I had been working her, with her for around three months and she sent me the script. I read it. It, it was originally, I think, uh, for a small, small role, like a jock role or something like that. But I, end, I ended up chatting with her a lot about the project and what I felt I could do with it um, and, and, uh, and the angle that I saw this character at. And, uh, and yeah, she came back from her vacation and, and we spoke and she kind of gave me the part. And so I went off to prepare for a few months and then then we started shooting this incredible film. But I, I don't think I could really relate to the character uh, as much anymore. But at the time, I, I could very much relate to the, his um, uh, sort of the need to, um, to be heard, I guess. It, similar to Jessica, I guess uh, the, the script kind of came out of, of left field um, and didn't really know what to expect. Uh, but I was really happily surprised. I thought the, the writing was really good. And uh, the character that they uh, told me to focus on was, was this uh, character, Detective Wall. And, uh, and I thought he was an interesting character. I thought he was, um, you know, not inherently good or bad, you know, just uh, human and trying to, you know, do the job uh, to the best of his ability. Uh, but I think he also was surprised at the, con the connection and relationship that he developed with this character, Aiden, which I think was something that he needed in his life, unbeknownst to to him. And so it was uh, it was it was a great, really great experience. I mean, all the way around, working with uh, Edward, Michelle, and then uh, you know seeing the great work that uh, the other actors we're doing as well. It was a real collaboration. You know, everybody sort of pitched in 
And, um, you know, I think the results are there. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing movie. I mean, it's pretty fast paced right off the bat. And I think that's a good segue to Edward, because for Aiden, you know, when you meet him, we're kind of like, and I think, you know, obviously this is done on purpose. We're kind of not really sure what to believe, right? You know, is he taking drugs? Is he a bad person? Is his mom correct? Is she not correct? And then you start learning throughout the film through flashbacks and various other things. So for you as an actor, how do you prepare for that? Yeah, he's definitely not the, the typical protagonist in the sense that uh, he doesn't feel like a protagonist to begin with. And, and that's kind of the fun. What I liked what they were doing and, 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 and what I wanted to do with this character was not to give um, sort of a plot reason for everyone to like him and then go on and show the bad sides just to make sure that people, uh, 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 to, not just to make, you know, bring viewers in, but genuinely dive into the different filters. And so one mask after the other, as he, as it unfolds, you start seeing more and more of him. And I like the fact that you can't really, at least in my opinion, you can't really pinpoint at what point you start caring for him or liking him or see sympathy. It just grows because his character naturally grows on you. And if, if you, you start feeling like you kind of get to know him in a way, although you really don't, you barely know anything about him, uh, which proves so at the end. So um, I think it was, uh, uh, that's definitely what, uh, what drew me to the project and, 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 and what makes it interesting. Is that difficult to do? Because it is true. Like you really don't know that much, but you do. And I do think it's a testament to your acting. It's a testament, obviously, to the writing, directing, all the rest of you guys. But, you know, you really don't know that much about him, but you do actually start care. I mean, like literally probably like 15 minutes in, I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm invested. Like, I want to know what happened to him and why is, you know, why are certain things happening to him? And there's a clear dichotomy between the flashbacks that he has and this great life and a Lila, you know, with Lila and like situations that had happened to where he is now. And you're like, what happened to this guy? And he doesn't come off as necessarily a bad quote unquote person. He just comes off as, something went on and then you're just kind of running with it. Well, I think uh, we, we've been speaking a lot about this with Cameron, but it's, it's a human story about humans, you know, and you're not, instead of the typical uh, protagonist who's supposed to be somewhat good, although he has flaws or the, the typical uh, uh, antagonist who's supposed to be villainous and all that, this movie doesn't really have that. You're playing with people who, who they're not hundred percent sure what they're doing, what they're getting themselves involved with. And they're, uh, I think the, their flaws are very rela uh, relatable. Um, and, and that's definitely something that at least on my side, it, it's, you just kind of had to trust, you know, I, you had to trust the, the, the directors and, the, and that the scenes were going to be edited the right way and, and, and really just hone in on the truth, uh, of, of that moment. So not to dive into, you know, whatever mood you think this is going or where this is going or what you might be thinking. Cause the, the movie's set on, on 24 hours. If all of this is really going on, you're not thinking as much as you're running, you're, 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 you're trying to, you know, get everything done. So I guess that was sort of the, the mentality there. And then that kind of brings me to both of you, uh, Karen and Jessica, because your characters obviously cross paths. Karen, yours in particular, obviously as the detective much more, um, you know, with Aiden. For both of you guys, so I guess I'll start with Cameron. For Cameron, for you, what was it like um, in terms of playing, you know, det the detective? And I, I really loved there was one scene in the beginning of the film where you know the detectives are kind of talking with each other and they're like listen is this good for this kid you know like is it okay that we're doing this like morally putting this kid you know in in risk um for possibly getting hurt 
you know, and like what situations are kind of putting him in. There's a lot of pressure on him. So for you, what was that like playing off the relationship between the two? And how do you build, you know, Detective Wall up? How do you create him? Well, I imagine that the distrust is inherent to that kind of work. So that's that's going to going to be there. Um, and as you say, I, I, I think initially Detective Wall is not so concerned about the well-being of Aiden. He's concerned about um, achieving his objective. And that's, you know, that's sort of the arc of Detective Wall, you know, is, is, is uh, you know, how his relationship and the way that he sees Aiden uh, changes and ultimately the way that it changes him. Uh, as as an individual, and uh, and I thought that that that's that's one of the things that I was particularly drawn to uh, about this character. Um, I think it's much more interesting. I don't think anybody is inherently bad or good. Um, I think we're all just humans doing the best that we can, and you know through the experiences that we have with with one another, um, sort of shapes how we grow as, as human beings. And I think that is, is very relatable. Um, so it, it was, it was, it was really just, um, spot on. The writing was there. And as I said, the, the performances was there playing, uh, opposite, uh, Edward for most of it. Uh, and, and his ability made my job, uh, that much easier. For Cameron and Edward, for you guys, did you do any like background research at all? Because I, you know, I was reading some notes. And I did some research that th this kind of sparked because there are younger people that are put in this position, and there are cops that actually do this to try to take down someone bigger and kind of put the pressure on someone. So I wasn't yeah. sure if either of you kind of did research or you know, talk to anybody to kind of, you know, build your characters up or get some background for them. I did a lot of different things, but one of the things that I ended up doing was uh, I, I read uh, Cameron's book uh, about his life. And that's kind of how that idea even came about, but particularly just watching people uh, in, in my case and trying to, it's very easy to judge and it's very easy to, especially me. Uh, uh, it was scary half the time when, when, when you're, um, when you're walking the streets and you're trying to study people because you want to make sure you're, you're you're respectful and that you know you're not doing it out of your self-interest and um but a lot of it was um was yeah trying to find the the humanness in it and and i think i definitely surprised myself because i didn't know much going into it but if you really open your eyes and ears i think there's you'd be surprised about how human these people actually are uh and how much they have to say and how much wisdom they have to share uh, so I got a lot of uh, fantastic insight just out of um, out of people who had experienced it. And we actually had a few on, on 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 set, some crew members who at various times would come up and say, hey, you know, uh, they take me prime and say, when I was involved in such and such, this is maybe how I felt and stuff like that. And, and just randomly. And, they, and, and it was very cool that they felt open to uh, enough to come and, and speak to me about it. So um, so definitely. I think that sounds that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I love when Edward does the speaking. <laughs> so good you know, when, I, when I first saw Cameron, I fell in love. I mean, look at his face. How could you not? You know, go on. Look at all your faces. Go on, How could you on. not fall in love with exactly. all you guys? Jessica, I have so many questions for you. So, first of all, I love Liz. I love that she's like a badass. I just love that she's kind of like just crazy and wild. I love how we meet her. Um, I just love everything about her. So, I wanted to ask for you, you know, 
you kind of said in the beginning, it's a little bit of playing out of your comfort zone, right? You know, this is not maybe like your most typical average thing, which is great as an actor, I'm sure to like have fun and play all of that. So was there anything initially that got you like nervous to step on set? Like, was there a specific scene that you were kind of nervous to film that you like stressed about? Because she is a little bit of a wild child, like in the, in the film when we meet her. Right. What I liked about Liz is because she is in, uh, she's very realistic. Like I knew her in high school, you know, but she doesn't really know what's going on in Aiden's life. She's kind of left in the dark. And I think like a big um, overall arch of this movie is how, um, you know, adolescents make decisions, but they have adult consequences. And um, I think she is caught up in the middle of that, of like not being careful. We're in high school everything's cool, everything's fine, I can just have fun. And we all have experienced that in tragedy, one way or another, where um, kids kind of get ahead of themselves. And that's the interesting thing between um, Detective Wall and Aiden, I I took from it, was um, he's not a kid, but he's a kid. And so it's like taking advantage, just kind of like how kids take advantage of being reckless and free and there's a lot of situations I look back on in school and I think, how did I survive that? How did I live through that? Um, and so, you know, I, I'm happy that Liz kind of escaped that, um, but she she ultimately left behind, um, you know, her love. Um, but like, who's to say was really love in the first place, knowing Eden's past. So I think it's her confusion and turmoil and it's so good because like even and again like scenes just pop into my mind is when you guys are together and he like just is like yeah if you want some money here like here's some money to like buy your dress and there's like no questions asked she's like all right like whatever which is something we would do like when you're young you know you're just like you know you're not even thinking anything in that whole conversation between the two of you so between you know Aiden and Liz there's like no real information <laughs> that's passed between the two, but yet they have a connection, which I found very interesting. And I do think it relates a lot on what you just said. Right. I think they're both kind of delusional because, um, you know, Aiden wants the comfort that he lost and Liz wants um, a future um, and you know, all the things that she never had growing up because she's an ambitious, she's going to school, she's really trying. And um, I think they're looking for each other for something that they'll ultimately never find, um, which happens a lot in high school. The two cool scenes we have when I'm in the bathroom and you're in the, on the bed and then uh, and, and that scene, what, what I like about, there are some of my favorite scenes, how they're shot in the DP, it's just Gigi's, uh, He's just incredible and fantastic and the director's great. But what I really love about that scene on the bed is it's a movie within 24 hours, right? So we need to assume that they've already had a relationship. And a lot of movies, what tends to happen is a lot of the plot has to come out because you have to go through it very quickly. And that's the point. Nothing is answered. He's laying there where he always lays and she's there and they're having conversations where they're, it's a, it's a, it's a very normal people kind of uh, setting. That's at least what we were going for. And I like that, you know, because you, 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 those are some of the, moments where you kind of get sucked into to that world and and there's a lot of stillness from her and from from him i think uh where they're just two two kind of beings next to each other and that there's an energy you don't need to speak to know that there's something off you know 
And so then every little word adds a little bit to it. Yeah, it's so true. I noticed like the way that it was filmed right off the bat kind of feels like a documentary in a way where you feel like, or some sort of like intimacy, like where you feel like you're watching. For Aaron, I wanted to ask you uh, like the same thing. I kind of felt like when they were showing anything like related to the police work, I loved the scene where Detective Wales has with Aiden and where you guys are discussing what the plan is. And then you leave and I'm, and I was thinking, okay, like maybe they're kind of on the same page. They're getting somewhere. Aiden's going to get out. And then when you leave, Aiden tapes you because he has no trust. For scenes like that and for all of like the intimate scenes where we see the detectives having a conversation and things like that, what was it for you that was important to make sure that you got across? Were there specific things that you tried to make sure to stick in there to prevent him from coming off as like a typical kind of bad cop, if that makes sense? It does. I tend to really shy away from you know, uh, being on the nose. Um, I just don't think it's it's realistic and it just doesn't f feel right, you know, uh, as an actor. But again, you know, it just goes back to this sort of, uh, this, this, this aspect of humanity. And, and the reality being is that, you know, we're, we're all doing the best we can in any given moment. Um, and this sort of, it just is, is interesting how people affect one another. Um, and so Detective Wall, I think, found himself in this sort of unfamiliar territory where he was being affected in, in a way that he did not expect to be, you know, by Aiden. And, and I think that, you know, had the movie carried on as life does, you know, he would, uh, he would be a better man for his interaction and the experiences that he had with Aiden. He learned from Aiden um, and, and he probably needed that lesson. Um, so just kind of going, you know, that, that's kind of like, that, those are the feelings and thoughts that I'm having, you know, uh, uh, while, I'm, while I'm portraying this character and just kind of going with, with, with my instincts, you know, and then Michelle really giving me the freedom to, to do so. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to watch the three of you. And what's also interesting is that all three of you are in different kind of stations of life, right? Because you have Aiden kind of running around and it's like extreme amount of pressure. You have a detective that's in sort of like a powerful position. You have Liz that's just trying to like get by, you know, and wants something better for herself. So the three of you are all in completely different positions in one movie, yet it all makes sense and it all tells a great story so i mean it just it just did something that just worked and i think each each character especially our three characters they have their own story to them you happen to see most of aiden's story right but uh but but there could completely been been a version of detective wall's story and, and and suddenly he could be the protagonist and so there could also she could have been the victim just like uh like aiden was so i think it just uh, uh it's the reality of life you know just like at the ending you're saying uh, they were making good point saying, well, not only is it one operation, but how many lives would either be made or sacrificed because of this one thing. So it's a lot of high stakes, uh, uh, morale stakes, if that makes sense. What are you hoping that fans kind of get from it? And where can people find it if they want to try to look for it and watch it at home? I think people, it's, it's, it should be out in theaters, selected theaters on the 19th or the 20th. 19th. Like that. Someone's telling me like, yeah, yeah, no left, more right. 19th, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Uh, something like that. Yeah, uh, and then hopefully, I don't know yet what streamer, but hopefully it'll be out there, you know, and it'll continue its life. And 
And, uh, and for me, I just hope that um, we've been saying it a lot, but uh, rightfully so that it sheds. Um, uh, well, I'll leave it with this. I remember I went to this, um, it was a session with a lot of people who uh, were overcoming their, um, their past, so to say, within this subject and their addiction. And they were all sharing, it was the first time I was hearing them share all of their personal stories and, 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 and what they were doing to overcome. And I remember I walked out of there and I called the director and I told her, you know, if there's any, even if this movie is never shown, if any, if one, if it can help one person, then it's worth it because movies te tend to be Hollywood eyes and you look at them for entertainment. But in this case, it really is about a, a really real problem and something that needs more light onto it. So I think that would be something to take out of it. And no one else's opinion matters at all because it's all about me. It's all about I know, me. Like it got quiet. I'm I think we just listen to you talk and we're just, everybody just gets silent with you. So. I'm, I'm going to be uh, chivalrous and, and defer to Jessica. I mean, from like where I kind of land in the story, there's also an element of being on the other side of addiction um, and there being a lot of confusion. Um, and there's that like quote, like, um, confusion is the devil or whatever um and I think that happens a lot for Liz because she's kind of left in the dark and everything um but she just wants to support she just wants to love and be loved um and the struggles with that and not always Liz's character does make it out alive um because of the circumstances that all this chaos can bring into anyone's life um but really like there is such a hard struggle for um the loved ones of people dealing with addiction, because ultimately that was always going to be Aiden's um, number one was his drugs. Um, and it's just unfortunate, you know, he couldn't get better. That's not how this ended. Um, and so there's a ton of lessons in that. So just um, my kind of like final thing is, like I said, you know, for um, fans, like what you guys hope to expect, um, Cameron, I don't know if there's anything that you kind of want them to get out of it by watching it. I'll just say I I, I hope certainly that uh, that the the fans enjoy you know the entertainment uh, value. It's 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 a wild ride, and so if if that's the takeaway alone, then great. But uh, also, as as both Edward and Jessica have mentioned, it's it's a very uh, real uh, issue: substance abuse, this sort of uh, scenario of you know minors getting more or less taken advantage of by uh, people in uh, positions of authority um and so hopefully there's uh there's there's a ta another takeaway that's uh that's lasting and maybe makes one a parent or teenager sort of ask some questions uh to the man in the mirror and uh maybe just uh, be a little bit better for it. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of The Runner talk about the film and what fans can expect watching it. The film was released on August 19th and is currently available on streaming platforms, so make sure you check it out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, and check out all of our video content. Oh.